Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doom scrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge. So sit back, relax and call the binge wife. Now, here are your hosts, Ruth and Roger. Thanks, Andrew. Welcome to another episode of Call the Binge Wife where we review seasons of shows Ruth and I have binged and we are hoping that this episode doesn't cause a beef between you and us. Ruth, what are we watching? <laughs> beef. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beef on Netflix. Pretty new show. Tell us what the synopsis of this show is. Beef stars Ali Wong's Amy Lau and Stephen Yun as Danny Cho and tells the story of how two complete strangers experiencing their own life crises can't let go of a road rage incident. Their beef becomes the catalyst for a chain of events that starts to unravel their lives and relationships. Yeah, beef. So show data, it's in season one, and we'll talk about that if there's going to be another season later. But the drop date was April of 2023. It was rated TVMA. There is nudity, sex, drugs, language, all sorts of things to make it so. Yeah, a little rock and roll. Uh, Where to Watch is Netflix. The amount of episodes is 10. It's kind of a longer one for Netflix. The genre is drama thriller. Production staff of note, Lee Sung-jin is the creator. And the cast, as Ruth said, was Ali Wong, who's a really good stand-up comedian. And Steven Yeun, who played a character on The Walking Dead for many years. Beloved character on The Walking Dead. A loved, beloved character? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh when, when his character got killed off, there was outrage all across the internet. Anyway. Wow. Okay. The Rotten Tomato score was 98% uh, from the critics, which is pretty high. Mm-hmm. And the viewer really score was 86%. So not everybody loved it, but it was still, that's pretty good. Awards, none to date, but I suspect seven, eight months from now when award season comes back around, it's going to hit it. So definitely. Ruth, why did we watch this? So I I like Allie Wong. Like we watched her comedy special. She's, like you said, a great stand-up comedian. Um, I'll never forget the first one we watched and I just cried laughing. And the movie Always Be My Maybe. So I was like, okay, I love her. And I was intrigued by Stephen Yeun's character in the trailer. And then I also I realized I had seen him in the movie Minari as well. <laughs> and it, yeah, liked his characters. I was also, I was concerned it would be a terrible, stressful mess just from the trailer. But I decided, okay, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I've always liked both Ali Wong and Stephen Young. Ali's stand-up is just absolutely killer. I mean, she just one of the best comedians out there right now. And Stephen Young's a really good actor. Um, mm-hmm. Watched him for five seasons on The Walking Dead and and just really enjoyed his presence. So I thought they would be great and, and do great together. I was I, like you. I was a little concerned after watching the trailer. I'm like, oh no, train wreck! Train wreck's coming. <laughs> yeah. um, but you 
suggested that it was good. Someone you read an article someplace and thought it was good. And I got a tip from somebody else that said, no, get over yourself and just watch it. So, so yeah. If it would be torturous, she would make it interesting. Yeah. At least right. Or they would. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your first positive about beef? So my first positive is Allie and Steven. I liked their characters together. We were saying they did voice acting together. I forget Mm -hmm what it was but they played a love interest I think and I'm forgetting what it was but their chemistry back and forth was really captivating like their hostile chemistry it was like Mm. it's almost like they hated each other so much like don't be joke there's a thin line between love and hate I'm like oh they're gonna be lovers but um (laughs) and it was spoilers no spoilers oh yeah no so I don't know we have to watch and see it was impossible for me to take sides between them mm. because they were both like terribly aggravating. Like, I was like, they're both like making the stupidest decisions equally. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. <laughs> choices, <laughs> Did right? You think? Choices. Yeah. yeah. Choices. I mean, like what? As, yeah. as much as they had a choice to continue the beef, they also had choices at different points to squash the beef and she yes. chose not to yeah so that was a little annoying i think for you. Yeah. but but also like you say the chemistry between them is so good it's like you couldn't tell sometimes you can tell if they were friends or or yeah. if they were enemies. i feel like they're enemies yeah. or like do they hate each other or they're right. like yeah yeah and there's solidarity. a solidarity twi- a little yeah. twinge of, of respect i think for, by each of them uh their characters so yeah mm-hmm. i thought it was good yeah, how about you? What yeah, what's the, your first positive? The thing that struck me most was Hallie Wong's acting with her face. <laughs> <laughs> and that might sound a little weird, but I no, was I totally get it. She, there were scenes where she they just close up of her face and she just the facial expressions that she made were just told the story. Like you, you didn't have to have dialogue. She's just and just very very powerful, and I wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. as a, as a comedian that she would have that depth mm-hmm. uh, of acting. And I was just super impressed every time they kind of did that. And, you know, there'd be people talking to her off camera, and they would just show her facial expressions, or there'd just be silence, and she would be sitting there making facial expressions about. And you could see the emotion, right? You could just see what she That's- was thinking. You know, Good point. Yeah. yeah, and I was just super impressed, just super impressed uh, acting wise. I thought she did an amazing job. Yeah. Do you feel like okay? Because I was thinking, I get that because I think her facial expressions in her comedy are really powerful, but it's they are combined with words, right? Right. It, so it, in this sense, it she didn't even need the words you're saying, and I, and I think there's. Yeah, and I think in comedy, your goal is to make people laugh, period. I mean, there yeah. isn't a whole lot. I mean, some people throw some social commentary in, but for the most right. part, you're you're using your body, physical comedy-wise, to make people laugh. Yes. And in this instance, it's not necessarily trying to make people laugh. It's to really convey the emotion inside the character she's playing, and that's a whole nother ball game. And I just thought, again, spectacular. Well acted. That's mm-hmm. a really good point. So what about you? What's your second positive? My second positive is all Asian cast in key roles. So it was really interesting as a creator, Lee Sung Jin was thinking about casting a white man in the role that Ali Mm. Long eventually played. And 
and specifically it was Stanley Tucci, is it Tucci? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing a version of himself. I was like, oh, interesting. And it was, the series also is based on a um, actual road, road rage incident. I don't know at all if it's connected to the creator. You got to watch out in LA probably <laughs> too. But <laughs> I like that it was Ali Wong. Then I guess he talked with her and was like, oh, she would be perfect in this role. So most of the cast is Asian, the creator's Asian. And I think that, so it not only featured more Asian, quote unquote, faces or visual representation, mm-hmm. but kind of got it more into the story of what that really means to be Asian in America, or just, just with the the storytelling. I thought that was really well done. And it's nice to see that diversity. Yeah. And I don't know how you could not do it with Ali Wong because so much of the story is kind of immersed in her personal story a little bit as far as being the perfect housewife, but also having a career, not feeling totally fulfilled, getting a divorce. I mean, there, there were a lot of things in the story that kind of translated to who she is outside the box. (laughs) Yeah. And the, the thought of like holding it in for so long because she wasn't the perfect quote unquote, perfect housewife, right? Like with, her husband's mother there were dynamics and she worried about being a mother and spending time with her child all of those dynamics I think really really um um built out the story and made it rich so yeah I'm glad he didn't cast a white man sorry Stanley to Jamson you're brilliant but yeah okay how about your second positive yeah I liked that everything that happens to them and everything they do to each other could actually happen, right? It's not terribly, the word I like to use is fantastical. It's not, Mm -hmm. I probably made that word up. I don't know, but. I don't know. It makes sense to me, but But I've also lived with you for quite a while. Yeah. (laughs) So it (laughs) it just seems like these things could happen, that they could do them, that there, there wasn't any like. 007 type stuff going on you know yes they were stalking each other but very easily do the things that they said which i think helped make it the story more compelling because it was authentic and and that i felt was really important to the story that we were we were able to see things and it wasn't like oh that would never happen right right or like there's oh yeah gets a helicopter well i suppose they could i'm trying to think of something fantastical i like it or like yeah it's like or more difficult to happen like okay yeah that could yeah i'm talking about how they stalk each other how they mess Mm -hmm. with each other you know especially through social media and those kind of things where it's just like yeah people catfish people and yeah people take over other people's identities and you know it's not that out of the realm of possibility which helped intensify the story for me Mm -hmm. and what's your third like ruth i picked the music Mm. especially i'm a smashing pumpkins fan so having mayonnaise at the end of episode 10 we're (laughs) both like like that's perfect and just the 90s rock or songs in some of the 2000s like Bjork, Tori Amos, then they brought in who was Limp Biscuit, Christina mm-hmm. Aguilera. I was like so it some of the songs connected really well I thought to the characters anger, loneliness, apathy, like frustration. It just it just made it better. 
to me. So yeah, how about you? What was your third positive? I thought the storytelling was really good from the standpoint that it was easy for them to bring in the side characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I had someone use the analogy of Crash, the movie Crash, a little bit, where everybody's kind of connected, but you don't know they're connected, or at least not everybody knows that they're connected. Right. Um, they're like, we, we don't. wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know, but they don't know yet. Yeah. So I like, thought, oh, they, no. Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of, just their beef but eventually everybody you know husbands wives brothers lovers whatever kind of got sucked into it in some form yeah, of fashion. co-workers yeah uh, yeah business so, yeah all of the all aspects of their lives so, so it was i thought it was good although ali and steven did an amazing job their backups were stellar too they everybody yeah. did a really good job of playing their part in the beef so to speak and so the cousin the brother yeah the boss the other co- yeah, yeah there's the employee the rich yeah the employee yeah. The- yeah. so it's yep so it's i thought that was really well done because a lot of times those characters can feel just like thrown in to be there to be there but they really use them in the process of telling the story of their two beefs yeah, that they yeah. have with each other. So, and it's like the key. Really oh, sorry, the key characters are carrying it, where it's it added to it. Yeah, more. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So, what's your negative? Okay, so it was almost too much for me to hang on. Sometimes mm. I think, like we're watching it, like the first, like it's like the road rage incident, and then it's like da. Ah. Then every step forward that the characters took, like you thought, okay, they're gonna move out of this, and then it was like a huge step back two right. steps back right and um it happened again and again you're like oh are they gonna get out of this and and then finally some light broke in at the end so I don't know if this is a negative or not but I think for me personally yeah it was like oh it was it was painful um I knew it would be but I was trying to hang on you know to to hope and even still like the light at the end it, the show still kind of messes with with yeah us right and so in some ways it's not really a negative it's just hard to watch at times and maybe that's like real life sometimes when I say one step forward two steps back but this is a really dramatic example yeah and even (laughs) I don't know how much of a spoiler this is but they do a time jump like in the middle of the season, they do a one-year time jump. Yeah. And they still, like, <laughs> the beef's still going. It's like, yes. oh my gosh, people. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, let it go. Lessons learned, right? Like, yeah. watch out for road rage. What, how about you? What's yeah. your negative? My negative's a little bit off track a little bit because it's not necessarily for this show, although it applies to this show. But it's more in general for Hollywood. I am, I, I've been wearing glasses since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And so I've never had good vision. I'm 53 now, 48 years later. It's a lot worse. And I had a stroke in one of my eyes and lost about 40% of vision in one of my eyes. So when shows rely heavily on plot and use the cell phone and texting as a device, I can't read those things. That really just irritates me. And they do this quite a bit on this show. And I have to turn to you and go, what'd that say? What'd that say? What'd that say? Yeah, there's a lot of text. And I'm trying, I try to be conscious of it. It makes me conscious of it. What about accessibility? 
Well, right. They, well, wait, even with, do we no. have subtitles on? It won't. It won't show that. Good... Yeah. Yeah, that would be easy fix. Easy fix. Yes. That, that they just added that. subtitles, you know, when they use the text messaging as far as, you know, especially when it's typically in this show, it tends to be like a lot of the plot. And so, yeah. so I was missing, I was having mm-hmm. to stop missing, stop it, ask you what it said, what's going on. That's right. And Obviously, like if it that. were subtitles, you could read it. But yeah. yeah, I didn't like, which I don't mind doing for you, but I was like, oh yeah. I could barely see it sometimes, right. or like it goes fast. Yeah. So. And someone, Very good point. As, as someone could. once told us, we probably need a bigger TV. I'm not sure if that would help. Or not. <laughs> I don't know if you could still see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I'm just saying, or me too. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but I've, I've mine's pretty bad. <laughs> mine's pretty bad. So, anyways, it, again, it does apply to this show, and it, and it bothered me, but it. You know, I understand why they're, they're all doing it now. It's because that's life. But they, they like you said, it. yeah, they should put those. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I send a note. <laughs> send them yeah. a scornly worded email yes. to Netflix. Yes. <laughs> so Ruth, skip it or binge it? I say binge it, definitely. Beef is, it's daring. Like it allows the characters to be villains, right? Like, and also it's a cautionary tale, right? It mirrors to ourselves. Like it, we've all had bad days and we're mm. just moments away from making a stupid decision <laughs> or hopefully not road rage. Remember I have had times where I'm like, Oh, I better be careful because you don't know. Or when you're, I've been frustrated and then someone, I can't remember. I think I told you the story, you know, I was going home from work and someone got in front of me and just slammed their brakes on. And it was scary. Like, you know, things can happen in an instant. So it's a good reminder to watch out or let things go. And you hear stories about road rage, but that, that incident for me really scared me. And I don't remember the beginning of it, but anyway, so I say binge it because also the storytelling and the characters are do such a great job acting too how about you yeah i say binge it um don't worry about being train wreck i don't want to spoil things but they're you know my issue with train wreck tv is if there's no redemption in sight right that's when i have a problem with it and like you said wasn't sure how this was gonna end but was satisfied i'm hoping that there's a season two and that was one of the questions I asked one of my friends, like, how are they going to do yeah. this? And I think you read an article somewhere with the creator where he said that he originally pitched it as more of an anthology type yes. show, yeah. like True Detective, where there's different detectives every season. Or or it's like White Lotus, where it's a new hotel, new guests every time, that kind of thing, yes. um, where they, they've talked about there'll be a different beef next time but i at the same time not all my not all my questions were answered at the end of this season and so yeah it it felt good being over but at the same time it's like eh, i could i could see a little bit more of the two of them on tv together hopefully in this series but if not maybe someplace else so i say yeah that's true i would like to see more only if they move forward no i'm Yeah. In a positive direction. Right. Awesome. So, yeah, that's Beef. I hope you enjoyed listening to our opinions and our review of Beef. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, Ruth, how can they do that? 
You can find us at call underscore the underscore binge wife on Instagram or send us an email at callthebingewife at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, Call the Binge Wife. We'd love to see you and hear from you and let us know what you thought. One of my um, acquaintances who's a comedian herself said, posted how awesome this show was. That was cool to see. Yeah. So I, I'd love to hear what others thought. Yeah. Interact with us there. We, we check that page all the time. So we'd love to hang out hear what you're binging give us some suggestions ruth what else are we binging this season we are binging mandalorian season three hello tomorrow and oh love is blind i almost forgot (laughs) you're trying to forget i think that's what that is (laughs) trying to forget hey thanks we're so glad you joined us thanks for joining and if you don't know what to watch call the binge wife that wasn't too bad it was all right yeah okay Good night.